Real quick, we got two things to tell you. First, we dropped our brand new, totally free pricing calculator for creatives. If you are a wedding professional or if you're in the creative commercial space, this is for you to price out your work in less than three minutes. Super simple, gives you tons of confidence to approach your next gig with a number that you can actually be proud of that helps you reach your financial goals. So all you got to do is go to the show notes. The link is in the description. Make a free account. and You can access that pricing calculator in less than like 30 seconds. So head on over there, get to that pricing calculator. It is so sweet. Yeah. People are loving the pricing calculator. We launched that earlier this week. We were so excited about it. It is like truly one of the coolest tools that I think is going to save you so much time. But another thing that's going to save you so much time, it's going to save you money. It's going to make you money. It's going to do a lot of other things for you in 2023. If there's anything you are on, you know, when it comes to 2023 on January 25th, if there's one thing you do on January 25th, make sure that it is at 4.30 Pacific Standard Time. You are joining us for our free training called Woo-hoo! the Six Figure Pricing Decoded. We're decoding all the strategy behind how Christy and I have built six-figure businesses and how we price everything. We're decoding the other pricing myths and we're making sure that you know the do's and the don'ts. And we're gonna do a bunch of other stuff on this free training. It's gonna be like an hour to two hours, so make sure you chunk out time in your calendar. Be there or be square, I'm telling you. Every training we do is so much fun and people walk away from them going, that was an incredible amount of value. So we hope to see you there. We'd love to give you as much free value as possible. So again, that is January 25th at 4.30 Pacific Standard Time. We are inviting you to the free six-figure pricing decoded training, proven pricing psychology for creatives. We cannot wait to give it to you. We're going to bust the myths, again, about all the stuff that you probably believe that you shouldn't be believing that's holding you back from pricing your work well. We're also getting on into how to price your work properly how to not undervalue yourself, but how to not also overvalue yourself and lose out on jobs, how to make sure that the the pricing that you were coming through with is a win-win, a win for the client and a win for you. So can't wait to see you there. All you got to do, link in the bio, you can sign it up or go to creativerise.com forward slash pricing training and you will see the link there to sign up for free. You can't wait to see you there. It's going to be so good. Yeah. So today's episode, we have invited a special guest, Rebecca Soto from Soul Like the Sun. She is a luxury wedding photographer who is absolutely crushing it. She's going to talk about her story of going from making $50,000 a year, which is great, $50,000 a year. Great income. But she was doing 40 weddings and a bunch of other shoots and got completely burnt out. And she's going to tell her story how she went from 50K shooting 40 weddings and a bunch of other things to now hitting $125,000 per year shooting less than half those weddings, shooting 15 weddings a year and amongst other shoots that she's choosing to do because she's passionate about it. And she's the time now because she's not shooting... 40 exactly. She's shooting so less much than time. half the weddings. Amazing. She's going to talk about her marketing skills of what she's done with lead magnets. If you are, gosh, a creative, you got to lean into that idea. It is so incredible. She booked out basically almost her whole year with this one lead magnet. So you're going to want to listen to that. And she's just a joy to be around. She was in our last mastermind group. She's unreal. So you guys tune into this episode, get your notepad out and start writing down ideas as you listen to Rebecca. She's incredible. So here she is. Here she is. Welcome to the Creative Rise podcast, where we believe you deserve to break the creative struggle and it should be simple. We are so grateful you're here with us today. Let's dive in. What's up, Rebecca? Welcome to the show. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to our little humble abode that we have turned into a three-person studio. I know. It's so cool to be here in person because I've been listening to the podcast. I don't think you guys realize, like ever since I feel like you guys started, like 
I don't know how long you guys have had a podcast, but it's been a long time and I've seen this setup on Instagram. So I feel pretty <laughs> iconic right now. I'm not going to lie. It feels you like you are iconic cool. because <laughs> you're the first one to ever be in our studio with us. That's, That's true. Set. You're That's the first one. Such an honor. First one to ever be on, uh, on site. I don't know if you'd call it that. Okay. Here's my question. Is it way smaller or it's bigger than you thought a lot smaller okay yes we had yes. somebody come over here they weren't on the podcast but like wait a second that's your podcast room i thought you podcasted in like your living room yeah they thought it was like our living room yeah when we did it. Nope. i thought it was the living room too plus the lighting is always so good so i was like definitely Artificial. yeah it looks amazing you guys you guys kill it so well welcome we're so glad Thank you're here you. so you and are a, a small room. as you just said long time friend of the show you've been listening for a while which is so cool you're also a six-week Creative Rise Mastermind grad, which we can totally mm-hmm. talk about. You've got an incredible story. Because you've listened to the show for so long, you always know we start with rapid fire. Yes. I had one of those yeah. throat things. You know, you're talking, it's like <laughs> your throat feels like it's closing for a second. I was like, what's going on? We always start with rapid fire. So we got some rapid fire right off the bat. Uh, first things first, name and where you're from. My name is Rebecca Soto. I just got married. And so my last name is like in the process of being changed, but we're just going to go to Rebecca, Rebecca yep. Soto for right now. We get um, it. We get it. And then I'm from Sacramento. I actually live 15 minutes from Joe and Christy. I like put it in my map today down, and down the road. it's pretty crazy. So I yeah. love that. Yeah. So good. And then Rebecca, what is your creative business? When someone asks you, what do you do? What do you say? I am a, I like to describe myself as a luxury wedding photographer. Yeah, she is. I love it. Okay. And then how long have you been in the creative industry for? I've had my business for officially two years going on three, but I've been shooting for like five, six, seven, eight (laughs) eight years. Love it. Okay. And then this is our favorite question that we always ask during rapid fire and is what is one flop you've had in your business? An absolute bomb. Embarrassing moment or something that you just bombed just to humanize Rebecca for a second. It's iconic figure. Let's let's humanize Rebecca Soto for a second. What is one flop you've had in your business? So there's so many, so many to, (laughs) to pick from, but one of my biggest flops, I was shooting a ton of weddings in the year 2021. I was shooting like close to 40 and that's just like so, I don't know. Some people can handle that, but since I was so new to my business, I just didn't have a system to like back up all of those weddings. And so I remember I woke up one morning and I got an email from a bride, checked the email and she was like, so excited to see you tomorrow. And I was like, tomorrow, what? Like. I was like, the wedding's in like two days and the wedding was in Texas. So I live in California. Oh my gosh. Wedding is in Texas. And so I was like, what? And I like went back and checked on old messages and I realized that like our contract was the wrong date. Oh. She like messaged me about it months ago, but I just never caught on. And so, yeah. And so then I literally like, I got up from, I was in my bed while I was checking that email and I never check emails in bed, but I just had this feeling and I was like scrolling through, check the email, started panicking, literally booked a flight on my, while I was in bed, got up, packed my suitcase and flew to Texas. To door. And she still doesn't know this. So. <laughs> still, I love this. Denise, she still doesn't know it. Denise. I love you. And I'm glad that you never found out. And I'm glad I, I found a flight because it was like during COVID time oh, too. I mean, it gosh. wasn't the peak, but oh flights were still crazy and getting canceled and yeah, so yeah, expensive. Yeah. Yes. So 
I paid so much money for that flight, but she made it. I made it. She made shot it. Shot an amazing wedding, and it was a good time. So, oh my yeah, god, that was, is that has got to be one of the best whew. like flops we've had on the podcast. Yeah, that that's pretty really good. good. It's pretty that's bad. Pretty good. We <laughs> all have a story bad. like that. I have a story similar to that. It wasn't as dramatic because I didn't have to get on a flight, but that's so crazy. Yeah, so, so crazy. Oh okay, my gosh. so Rebecca, you are a wedding photographer. You're also shooting some brand stuff. Super cool stuff. You shoot couples. You do all of that stuff. You started your business two years ago which is just ridiculous to think that it's only been two years. Yeah. And talk to us about where your business has gone revenue-wise in the last two years. Just give a breakdown for people so people understand where you were, where you are Mm -hmm. now, and then we're going to talk about some of the things that have helped you go from A to B. Totally. So I started my business in 2020, which is like, you know, it was peak COVID season. And I was like, let's just start a wedding photography business when no weddings are happening. But- so ironic. That's what everyone did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so yeah. many it's people so did that. Funny. It's so it's cool. Like, yeah. It gave me a chance to just, you know, I like was sent home from school and I was like, I'm just going to do what I want to do. I don't want to go back to school. Yeah. I just want to like pursue my dream. And so 2020, I booked and shot around like five or six weddings. And I thought I was so cool. I was like, oh my gosh, people are trusting me to shoot their day. So it was a time um, I probably made like five or six thousand dollars total that year. Yeah. A thousand Um, bucks a wedding. Yes, exactly. And then 2021, I shot like 40, 35, 40 weddings. I don't even know. I can't remember. And then my revenue was probably around 50,000, which I thought was really cool, which is, it was like, it was great. It was amazing. Yeah. But my soul died. My body died during that year. It was just way too much. I took on, you know, so, like I said before, just so many weddings with no workflow. So every single wedding, I was scrambling to find some sort of process and system. Yeah. I mean, I had to go through it to realize what I wanted. And like, I think I had such a dramatic, I booked so many weddings that year. I feel like normally people, it's like increased gradually. I just like, for some reason, I just booked a ton of weddings and that really showed me, I'm like, I cannot do this again. Like I either have to find a different career or I need to figure out a way to make this work and not Mm. feel like I'm dying at the end of, you know, the year and editing all these things and just feeling so behind. So, so yeah, that happened. And then 2022, I... Went into the year like, okay, I, you know, got a coach and I was like, I need to change something. Mm -hmm. And I was really pushed to raise my prices and like kind of tap into a different market instead of people that just want decent photos for a cheap cost. Of course, yeah. Getting people that like actually are booking me because they love my style. Mm -hmm. They love my process. They love my personality. Like they, I'm their dream photographer instead of I'm just a version of a like cheaper version of their dream photographer. Right. So it's a lot easier said than done. Yeah. <laughs> of um, so of 2022, if like this this year at the beginning was really stressful and really, really, really hard because I was going from booking, you know, $1,500 weddings to trying to book like $4,000 weddings and yes. $3,500 $3, weddings and things like that. And that's, you know, over double what I was charging. And that's just, it's, it was crazy and it was really hard. Um, and we can kind of get into that in a little bit, but yeah, this year my revenue is over 125 K. So, which is so insane. I'm like, I had a goal of hundred K like at the beginning of the year, I set that goal and I'm like, I don't even know how I'm going to do this. I'm just going to set it and we'll see what happens. And yeah, it just came came together. And talk to us, 
you shot in 2021, you made $50,000 and you shot mm-hmm. about almost 40 weddings. Yes. 2022, you yeah, made $125,000. Yeah. How, How many weddings, weddings was that? I shot 15 weddings wow. and other shoots, not counting that. But yes. that was like the amount of weddings so I like, took. So like, oh my gosh. you got your life back. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, to yes. some extent, yes. right? Yes. Which yes. is so crazy because that is an insane difference. Like shooting 40 weddings and making yeah. 50 grand versus shooting 15 weddings and making 125 Yes. Grand. That is such a drastically different totally. experience that as a business amazing. owner. So we met you in like the pinnacle of that. We met yes. you in the pinnacle of like, okay, <gasps> the transition. I'm going from shooting 50 weddings a year for like a thousand bucks to I'm now upping my prices. That's when you joined the Creative Rise Mastermind. Totally. Which was so fun to have you in that. And you were obviously a star. Uh, hence why we got you on the podcast to talk about all the ways that you're building your business in a really cool way. So, you pivoted from doing cheap weddings to higher ticket weddings. Mm-hmm. And you said that it was it was a challenge to actually figure out how to sell <laughs> a couple, you know, because you needed way less weddings, but it's harder to sell a higher ticket wedding. Totally. You've done something so genius yes. with your lead generation. I think a lot of photographers, a lot of creatives in general completely struggle with lead generation. They go, oh, I raised my prices and I started getting inquiries and then they didn't like my prices. Totally. So they went away, yeah. And I'm not getting any more inquiries. You proactively went, well, I'm not just going to sit back and wait for inquiries. I'm going to go do something about it. Talk to us about your lead generation system you have set up in your business. Totally. And if it's been beneficial. I'm assuming it's yeah, been really beneficial. Yeah, definitely. So I'll kind of take you back to Great. January 2022. It's like a year ago. And I was... January, February, and March are usually like booking time for yeah. wedding photographers because people get engaged in the wintertime and then they're planning their wedding. At least that's kind of how I experienced it before. So January, February, and March this year, I was like, okay, I raised my prices. I'm like figuring these things out. Like people are inquiring with me and I had literal crickets. I didn't book one shoot, one wedding, nothing for three months straight. And that really like that was a really hard time because I was getting married in a few months and I was like, how am I going to, you know, I knew that this was achievable. I knew I wanted to reach these certain clients. I knew like I did not want to shoot a million weddings again and yeah. die. And so I like I knew in my heart that I could do this, but it was just it was not like that simple. So I tried everything. If I'm being honest, I was so consistent on social media. I was posting on Pinterest. I was, I signed up for the wedding wire in the knot. I don't really want to get into that experience. I'm not going to go I'm with you on that. I'm, I'm not. Everyone's don't been do there. It, guys. Don't Everyone's do it. Been yeah, there. Don't Everyone's do it. Don't do, do it. not even get on a sales call with them. Yes. They will come in too and they it's bad. They keep calling me and I'm like, I'm not even a wife. No, literally I'm still in contract with them and it's bad. It's bad. Yeah. But I tried so many things and it just wasn't working because I just I wasn't getting in front of the people that I needed to. I kept attracting yes. past clients that I didn't necessarily want to work with anymore. Well, and that's the yeah. beautiful thing about our businesses, right? Like it's a creative business is generally such a referral based business. And that's why totally, it's so yes. powerful yeah. and it's so good. But it's also such a back yes. edge like slicer because it's like yes. Yes. if you have phenomenal clients, and you're getting referred. It's phenomenal. If you have cheap clients who were great clients two years ago, yes. but now your your pricing has totally yeah, your changed, your business outgrown. has changed, your goals have changed. Yep. If you're still getting referred to that friend group, it's a little bit tough, right? A hundred percent. That's what I was struggling that. with. Yeah. Exactly. And it was so hard to be turning away all these people because I'm like, do I need to take these? You know, and right. it was it was a stressful time. But during that season, I, like I said, tried 
about everything. If you know like any sort of marketing, I probably tried it out. Yes. But something that really worked for me and that booked me like 75% of my weddings this year was a a guide that I created. It was like called How to Romanticize Your Engagement Season. And it was so juicy, literally like had a juicy guide. It was a it. juicy guide. It had tips on how to like tangible things that couples could do to enjoy their wedding season more. And that really, I feel like spoke to my ideal client because I'm trying to reach people that really do care about planning a wedding. And it's not just like a last minute, you know, oh, well, we'll just get married. It'll be fine. Like I'm looking for those people who are invested in their relationship, in their wedding. And so I created this guide and it was just like a PDF guide. And it had a bunch of different ideas of like date nights you could do, how to capture those date nights, how to get your friends involved in your wedding planning season, and so many different ideas. Um, How to create core memories was like a huge like part of that. And that was really trendy on TikTok during that time. So that worked out. And then I took that guide, put it on kind of like a workflow and system and people would opt in, put their email in, and they were set up in like an automated system where they would receive the guide a few emails from me a week and then also give them other free like templates that I made for them, mood boarding templates and thing like things like that. And then at the end of that week, I would directly pitch to them in that in a final email that was like, hey, I'm only taking like 15 weddings and these are all my reviews. And if you like like this guide, then you're going to love working with me and making it seem like I'm the best option for them. So genius. Yeah. So good. So, so good. That's amazing, yeah. Rebecca. And that's what you're saying, booked you six yes. years worth of work. Yes. Like that booked yeah. you all of your wedding. Yes. Within so cool. two weeks, I booked out for the, after three months of trial and error, within two weeks, I booked out for 2022. So that was Which like, oh my gosh. Crazy. Yes. Within like two actually, weeks. Yeah. Three weeks. Two wow. weeks. Yeah. Two weeks. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Which is so crazy. So the lesson here is that you found out how to get in front of your ideal client mm-hmm. and you found out how to give them a ton of value. Yes. And in, in exchange for that value, they went, oh, I, we now see you as value. And then they're going, we got to somehow associate ourselves with Rebecca. And so we totally. got to like book her for our, our wedding, right? Totally, um, yeah. Which is so, so cool. So talk to us a little bit more about that lead generation. Obviously, once they get the guide, you're nurturing them with an, with an email sequence. For someone who's going, whoa, 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 this seems like so complex I could never do anything like that. Speak to that person. Like, yeah. how possible is it for the oh, regular yeah. person? I made the guide. It could have taken me six months. It took me a week to make. Yeah. And it. I did... <laughs> oh, my Siri is... Uh, <laughs> Chiming into the conversation. It took you a week to make. Yeah, so, yeah, I just... I realized I'm like, okay, this is a way that I can really pour so much value in front of my ideal client and show them that like I am the professional and I am the expert in this world of weddings. Um, Like I'm speaking to their problems. I'm speaking to their needs and serving them so much and they're not even paying me anything. Yeah. So yeah, I created the guide and the whole system, I think within like two weeks of putting the emails together and things like that. And it was trial and error. I put Facebook ads behind it and, you know, try different ways to reach like a lot of people um, through like TikToks and reels and things like that as well. And I think I had over like a thousand people opt in for that, which is really cool. Like that's, I don't need a thousand 
a thousand brides, but no, like yes. that, you know, uh, those out of those a thousand people, like, you know, a certain amount of my clientele yeah. found me. And so, yeah. That. So that's, that's so, so cool. cool. So there's a quote that goes something along the lines of like, people don't book you or people don't hire you based on the value they think they're going to receive. They hire you based on the value they've already received. Mm, and yeah. that's a perfect example of totally. that. You're going, yeah. they didn't pay me anything. I was already giving them a ton of value. Exactly. And then when it came time for them to need to hire somebody for something, mm-hmm. because I'd given them value, they turned around and said, we're going to book Rebecca, which is so cool. Totally. Yeah. So totally. that is a brilliant strategy, guys. Lead generation is is like a must have for your business, whether it's just a social campaign, whether it's something mm-hmm. that's like a guide with a full on email automated thing. Uh, even like your content, your content on your Instagram is always pushing the guide, right? Yes. You're constantly pushing the guide. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the reels you were making, so, so good. So yeah, brilliant. Well, what would you say would be the first step if someone's sitting here going, okay, I'm in the same boat as Rebecca you were in 2020, mm-hmm. at the beginning of 2022, where I've raised my prices and I'm hearing crickets and I've been trying Pinterest. I've been trying all these different avenues mm-hmm. and nothing seems to be working and I'm getting really nervous. What would be like the first step? Because obviously mm-hmm. you really honed into your brand, it sounds like, of like really understanding your ideal client. So what would you say the first step for that person should be in creating some type of lead magnet or something like sure. that? Sure. I would say my like honest opinion is like try some sort of marketing like technique or idea and really test it out. Like I, through trial and error, that guide worked out. It was like not the first time that I launched it. I had 600 people opt in, you know, and it wasn't the first Instagram that I talked about it Instagram reel that I like mentioned it where it like popped Didn't off. Didn't go viral. Yes, and, exactly. And the whole thing. Exactly. Yeah. So my, I guess like my first thought is like, you have to just like roll up your sleeves and deal with the like, you know, few months or, you know, however long it takes to really like figure out what, what works and keep yeah, trying works. new things. If it's not working out in a certain way, switch to a new platform or switched your, like I changed my cover, like, the cover photo of, of yeah. the of the guide multiple times to see what worked and there it was this random photo that like did so much better than the other one so yeah little things like that I would just say like don't be discouraged if it's like you know if you put all this work into it and it's not working out I've been there it's really really hard but keep going and then as a first step to take I would just like really get into your ideal client's head what are they wanting if you're like going for if you're the adventure elopement photographer and you're gonna go hike up a mountain that could not be me i am not a hiker (laughs) um but if that's you think about what are they are probably like worried about letting down their family you know because they want to elope maybe they're worried about how to really make it so special if it's just them and a photographer and efficient how can we make it like the best day ever so getting into your ideal client's head and figuring out what are they thinking and what are my ideal clients struggling with and really focusing on answering one of their problems so then you can answer a bigger problem. And I know the creative rise, the mastermind is all about problem solving. And so I know that's like definitely your your guys' yeah. language right there. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I love that you kind of touched into like get into their head of what they're struggling with. Because totally. a lot of people think like, oh no, I just need to paint like the pretty picture. That's how I'm going to get into want. it. Yeah. What they yes, want. Yes, yes. Talk a little bit about like, how did you get inside the head of like 
the negative sides or like the problem side. Like why was that so important? Because that sounds like maybe it was a little bit of a hinge on the success that you've had with something like that. Totally. And I think that like exactly what you said, a lot of photographers focus on what they think that your potential client wants. And sometimes we even replicate other photographers, what other photographers are doing as a form of like marketing or like uh, copy and things like that. But really speaking to like, I I did a very extensive, like ideal client research. (laughs) Like I figured out what my clients, where they shop, what they do, like as in hobbies, what type of people that I exactly want to reach. And I know them like the back of my hand now. Like my ideal clients are Pilates people. They're high end. (laughs) They go to, you know, the fancy wineries, the fancy coffee shops. They are spending money on luxury things. And like that took a little bit to learn. And because I really, you know, dove deep and found out a lot about my ideal client, I found out their problems too. So really trying to get into their mind of like, you know, my clients right now are probably, you know, they have a planner. They have, they're not trying to DIY their wedding. So I'm not going to post about how to DIY your bouquet. Because although that's a struggle that other brides have great value yes great value exactly so once you realize i think once i realized my personal ideal client struggles i was able to speak to it so much more clearly yeah that's so so good you know that's that's such a good mindset shift and different perspective because so many people say all the time to christy and i well i can't charge that because people won't pay me that and i always say well your clients are a reflection of your pricing and your ability to understand who you want to you know, approach. And they're like, what? That doesn't make any sense. I'm like, well, if you raise your pricing and you raise your standard of how you give value to that echelon of pricing, those people are going to start coming to you for whatever. They're going to start giving you their attention, right? Which feels backwards because you think that you first have to find your client and then price it towards the client. Totally. And like take whatever client comes to you. But it's so the opposite. Your your pricing will attract your clients. It's so weird. As you raise your pricing, as you start doing different things, you know, those clients are going to come in, which is obviously what's happened here, which is so cool. So what a cool story on lead generation because so many people don't do it. uh, And I'm so glad you did, which is so, so cool. So, okay, talk to us about going from, you know, making 50K in a year. First of all, five, your first year when you said, oh, I made like 5K, then I 10X'd it to 50K. (laughs) That's a huge jump in itself. That's a huge win right there. And then you again over doubled your income and you're now doing over six figures. Talk about what are some of the ways that if you could go back to the person who's trying to make that first 50K, what would you tell them as a six-figure business owner now? What would you go back and tell Rebecca of making 25 to Burnt 50K? out, Rebecca. Burnt out, you know, being overshot, you know, sh- shooting way too much, charging way too little. What would you tell that person? Totally. I would say probably that you can do whatever you want and you don't have to follow this stereotypical like I'm going to raise my prices at the end of the year. You know, that type of idea of like, okay, now I'm just going to charge $500 more because I have more experience. Like you do not have to do that. You can, what, like you can figure out what you want your packages to look like and your prices to look like whenever you want. And you can change that whenever you want, whenever your value increases every day, you know? So I would just encourage myself and be like, it's possible and you don't have to follow the standard route of the guidelines. Yes. Yes. You can make your own path. And even though it's going to be hard, it's 
completely achievable. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I remember somebody asked me once, they're like, wait, you're charging that for a video? Like, how did you get there? What did you used to yeah. be charging? And I was like, I don't know, like five times less. Yeah. And they're like, wait, when did you, how did you up those? And I was like, oh, I just decided one night I was charging eight grand for that video instead of yes. you know, 1750. And they're like, yeah. what? Wait, you can't do that. I was like, what do you mean I can't do that? I can do whatever I want. Like totally. that's my business. And if I can quantify the value to the client, I can show them how they're going to get an ROI. Now I was in the commercial space. So obviously there's a return on your investment there that's different than the wedding space. But it's so true. That's such great advice. You don't have to follow like the standard like, or everyone's like sheep just following each other up this ladder of eventually our prices are going to be raised. And every couple months you can jump up one more ring, you know, and keep going and going and going. That's so cool. That's great advice. That is really great. And I love that you talk about like, you don't have to do it incrementally. You can do whatever you want, but then you support that choice with really intentional ways to provide value in order to book, right? Because I think sometimes people would go, well, I'm just going to raise my price by $3,000 and their business doesn't change. But you change your entire business to support that new number, which is so cool. And I think so many people that are in a space where they're trying to book and they're afraid or they're afraid to raise their prices. I think this will be very helpful for them and actionable tips in order to move forward. I know you said like moving forward and your business is not easy. So what are some ways that you support your business? What are some ways you stay encouraged? What are some of the ways that you kind of help support yourself to continue to grow, to continue to push yourself, break those glass ceilings that you've been doing for yourself? Like, how do you do that as a business owner? Yeah, I think... Something that I really like believe in and I know that you guys do as well is the reason why we have our businesses is to be able to live our dream life. 100%. And so being able to like, I want to be able to take a few weeks off whenever I want just because I can't like that idea inspires me more it's than mind anything. blowing. <laughs> I love yes. That. Do you it, ever sit around at your house and be like, I just need to find more friends that also live in that yeah, idea? Yeah. You know, you know when you call a few people because you want to do something and no one can do anything because yes. they've got jobs and you're like, dang, I just I need know. more self-employed friends. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Literally, like a hundred percent. But the idea of just being able to live like I'm working this business, I am pushing so hard and trying my best is to be able to really like live the life that I want to live. And one of my goals in the mastermind that I I was trying to hit to break 100K while I was in the mastermind. And I ended up hitting it like right after the mastermind, which was really cool. But one of my goals was to be able to take my dad to Pebble Beach. Yeah. And that's like a really cool golf course in California. Yes. Yes. And so I haven't like I that's what I'm gonna get him for Christmas. So spoiler, oh. Dad. <laughs> I'm this. Um, but yeah, like being able to, like, I absolutely love my family, and they're like my biggest, like, they're one of the like biggest parts of my life. And yeah. so being able to like making money to be able to like love yeah. on them and support them is something also that's yeah. just like so it's more inspiring than anything, you know. Yes. So I feel like just keeping your head at the point of like, why am I doing this? And what is like the true, like overarching goal of like, I want to be able to, you know, have the life I want to live and be able to love on the people that I love. That's like, for me is like, I'm such a people person. So that's like, what's more inspiring than anything that I could buy is like how I, how I can like live the life I want to live. That's so cool. And I love that you just said that because you're like, okay, as my business grows, so does grow the ability to help 
yes. give things to other people mm-hmm. and love on people around me, which is so cool. Because so many people, and I'm not saying this is you, but a lot of people who listen to the podcast, we hear from people in the DMs about this, people that have been through the mastermind have had this in their head. They're like, I don't actually want to make really good money because I'm scared of myself mm-hmm. with a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if I would be the person I want to be if I made double, triple the money that I have right now. But such a beautiful testament that you're going, no, as my income grows, so does the ability to give to other people. The, yes. the ability to bless people around yeah. me, love on people around me, which is so, so And cool. living just a more full life, like having yes. that freedom, that time freedom 100%. to spend it in the way that aligns with your values, I think mm-hmm. is why we are so like impressed by you, but impressed by so many people in this community and and encourage people to have financial success and and having success in their businesses so that they can actually live a more fulfilling life and a more fulfilling life for their families and a more fulfilling life for the people around them, which is so, yeah. so cool. Totally. Um, so talk to us about why you joined the mastermind. You just yeah. mentioned the mastermind. As we wrap up the show here, why did you join the mastermind? What, what was a couple different things that you were like, oh, this was really valuable for me and my business and it attributed to you know, you having your first six figure year and not even just hitting hundred K, but like going way past hundred K, you know, talk to us about that. Yeah. So I, like I said, I'm a big fan. <laughs> I've been listening to the podcast for forever, but I think I just really like aligned with your guys's values. And I think something that really attracted me to the mastermind was the clarity that you guys provided and showing that it doesn't have to be as like difficult, I guess, as other people portray running a business, growing a business and things like that. I feel like you guys do an amazing job on the podcast in the mastermind of breaking down these big struggles into these little steps that we can take. So that was something I really was like attracted to with a mastermind. It wasn't a bunch of fluff that was like, just believe in yourself and you can do it. And even though that's a great message. Yeah, that's a great um, message. That's that's what a lot of Stuff you see online is, yes, right? And totally. people buy that and that's okay for some people, but a lot of people actually need tactics. Yes, they need exactly. Support and they need implementation tactics. Totally. Stuff, right? And I that's that's the thing. And I think you guys have great systems for different aspects of business. Um, like a specific one is just like consultation calls and pitching and that type of you guys have an amazing formula and like I have taken that and applied it to my calls and like the sales calls. Yes, stuff. sales yeah, yeah. calls. And I have booked, I think every single one besides one that I'm waiting on, it's like a really cool wedding. So hopefully, but they're gonna book. They're gonna book. Come on. Um, but it was just so life changing because I was. I thought I was doing amazing in calls before, but just having this formula of like bringing up the problem, having them state the problem that they're having and then being like, boom, I can answer that. And then like, it's just, it was such an easy formula to grasp and so tangible, so applicable. So yeah, that was like what attracted me to you guys. And then another thing that I just like, one of the many examples, but yeah. That's yeah, awesome. So cool. That's really, really cool. Um, what would you say to somebody who's maybe like, on the fence of like investing in themselves, whether it's the mastermind or whether it's whether a it's coach, whether it's a yeah. course, whatever it is, what would you say to someone who's like, ooh, I actually have some like financial scarcity around that, like of choosing myself and like choose and actually investing in myself and taking the leap? Because I know that, you know, we've chatted before and you're like, oh, I had some like financial insecurity around like spending money on myself and which yeah. I think a lot of people do. Yeah, so we all do. It's what would be, I think you would just have an interesting take on that of like, what would you tell somebody if they're like wanting to invest in something for their business and themselves, but they feel like afraid? What would totally. You say? Something I would say is the best investment you can make is in yourself because you could 
buy, I don't even know what. You can spend money on whatever you want, but like even just investing in maybe like stocks or something like that. I'm not in that, but I know people do. And I think that's great. Yeah. But I think the best investment you can make is in yourself because you can trust yourself to fulfill what you want to fulfill. And so I'm a huge advocate of like investing in, you know, education, in your health, in different areas of your life, because like that's what makes your life more full. But I think just like investing in yourself is one like of the, the strongest investments. Yes, is yeah. the strongest investment you can make. That's so well, it, smart. It, in, in, it increases something like the mastermind increases your earning potential, right? Totally. Which is phenomenal. It's like, okay, yes. if you make, let's say you take two grand and you put it into Facebook stocks. Yeah. In a year from now, your Facebook stock, if it was this year, went down by 50%. Totally. It lost exactly. Half its value. In average year, hopefully it goes up by what, 10%. If you took that two grand and invested it, well, your business is at 50K, mm-hmm. like you did it in the mastermind, and now your business is over doubled because mm-hmm. of the tactical stuff, the communal support, the implementation stuff that you got, the access to knowledge that you can just apply right away and it helps you build things because it increases your earning power. That is a way better investment, you know? And so 100%. you're so right. It's yeah. putting money into yourself where you have direct ability to yes. increase your earning potential. That's the best way you're going to grow Smartest your business. That's the best move. way you're yeah. going to grow your wealth. I'm a huge fan of stocks. But yes. at the same time, it's like, that's not, that's like a 30, 40 year play. Totally, you know, it's not totally. like, a, yeah. how am I going to make more money next year? Yes, right? yes. Totally. exactly. And even with... Jumping back to the wedding wire and the knot, <laughs> I have like a lot of, a lot of opinions on them. Um, but the, I invested so much money and I'm on a contract with them. So I'm still investing a lot of money, but that is completely giving the control in there. Like I'm giving the money and the, the ball is in their court yeah. rather than investing in myself with education yeah. and things that, it, that I can directly apply. The yeah. ball is in my court to apply those things. Everything is such great information. I it's on me to apply that, yeah. and I know I can trust myself more than I can trust fall through. Yep. Yes. yes, another company. So, so I smart. think that's like another like mindset I have with education. Why I'm not afraid to invest in education is because I know I can trust myself, and I know that I can, you know, I trust you guys, and I trust that this information is great information, and I can take that and apply it to my mm-hmm. business to make more money. And even with like not including everything I got in the mastermind, just knowing you guys, just knowing Christy, she referred me and I booked a wedding and that tripled my, (laughs) yeah, I could invest three times in the mastermind. So that's just like one example of like, there's so much I learned, but Mm. you know, like even community is huge. And I know that even other people in the mastermind have gotten in contact with potential clients with just knowing each other. So there's just so many. I referred somebody the other day and he has been on like, he, he got flown to a different country because wow. I referred him to a client. The client flew him to a different country. That's like, amazing. He was just the mastermind. I was like, hey, I think you'd be great, man. Because well, that's just so we fun know about you and you're great. The yeah, mastermind. So it's not just us. It's like an entire group of like, yeah, a bunch of people awesome that you people, get to yeah. totally together and, so good. and network with. So good. Really okay. Cool. So how we always wrap up the show, as you know, because you're a longtime listener, we always ask guests, why should somebody care enough about themselves and their own business to go break the creative struggle? The creative struggle is you know, not making the money you should be mm-hmm. making. You're not really, you have to go work like a, a waiting job totally. or something. Like you cannot do what you want to do for a living and succeed at it. And a lot of people live in that. And the mm-hmm. entire reason Creative Browse exists is to, to help people get to where you are, to help people break six figures, break the creative struggle and get to 
enjoy all the things you were just talking about, right? Like I get to bless my family with stuff. I get to take people places. I get to take a couple weeks off and do whatever I want to do, right? That's that's what we all want. That's what the podcast helps work to people towards. Why should somebody care enough about themselves to go for it? In totally. your opinion, why is it worth it? Totally. I think not just care about yourself, but care about what you care about. Like who in your life do you love more than anything? Who in your life or what in your life, you know, what is your driving force of living? And money is just a tool that can like take you wherever you like. Yeah. It just makes your life so much better. So it's like, like for me, you know, it's my husband and it's my family. And it's the idea that like, there's so many things I would love to do with more money yeah. that could bless my people and the people that are in my corner or even like like fulfill my my life. I think just like having the perspective of like it's not just for me. It's yeah. for the people around me yeah. and that's I've, a great answer. Yeah, I think that's what drives me and I hope like is encouraging to other people because I think some people can get very like I think that is so so inspiring is the fact that it's like it's not just for you. Your successes isn't just for you. It's not just for yeah. you to be like yeah. I made six, I made six figures, you know, but like you can like, you know, send your kid to a better school or like you could take that two week vacation with your husband and that could be like the best trip of your life. And that could be like, that could be what, you know, you guys talk about for another 30 years, you know, like it's just so much bigger than yourself. It's so much bigger than, you know, that I can just check off these goals. It's like, it could really like change your life and change other people's lives. The people that you care about the most. Such a great answer. Such a cool answer. I love that question. And it's always answered differently by everybody. Yeah. So, Rebecca, thank you so much for being on the show today. Uh, this is again, amazing. congratulations on being the first person to yes. get to do a podcast with us quite literally in our own home. And we've made the studio a three-person studio. Yeah. So at first, so I was like, should we put all three of us on this couch? <laughs> but I was like, that might be a little bit weird. Because we'll kind of just be like looking. Yes. Yeah, so. I was actually thinking about that yeah. on the drive over. I'm like, are we just all going to be squished yeah. together? Yeah. But I think this so, worked yeah. out great. Yeah, this worked <laughs> out great. So thank you so much yes. for yes. being Thank you for being on. Thanks for sharing your experience growing your business. Congratulations on all the success you've had and are going to continue to have. Where can people find you if people want to connect with you? Totally. Follow you. Yes. It's just at Soul Like the Sun. So S O U L like the S U N. At Soul Like the Sun on Instagram, at TikTok. And that's pretty much all I'm, that's where I'm at right now. So, yeah. Love it. Okay. Okay. Well, this wraps up such a good episode. Thanks again for being here. And yeah. Awesome. What a fun app. Thank you guys. Oh, that was so, so good. So good. Rebecca dropped so many bombs that I just feel like everybody should be like running to implement tomorrow, like coming up with your own lead gens, like all of that kind of stuff. That was really amazing. And then we love Rebecca. We love Rebecca's story. And we also love just duplicating that story in as many creatives as possible. Creative Rides literally exists, you guys, to help you win. You win as a creative financially in your fulfillment of your business and your excitement about life when it comes to your creative business. And the best way we help creatives win is genuinely through the mastermind. Yeah, 100%. Genuinely through our six-week mastermind. 100%. So, guys, growing your business should not involve struggling. We all know that. Uh, Rebecca just talked about that on this episode. You should not be living in the creative struggle. If you are, we have such a heart for you because we want Absolutely. you to be able to get out of that. We've broken out of that. Rebecca's broken out of that. We've helped so many creators break out of that. We want that to be you because you deserve to get to do what you love for a living and succeed at it, right? That's the whole reason why Creative Rise exists. So you should not have to fear, you know, a business that's not growing. You should not have to fear 
fear not making enough money, not have to fear a daily routine you cannot get control of because you constantly feel like you don't know what to do in your business because you don't know how to run a business properly, right? We do not want you to struggle with any of those things. So let me walk you quickly through every single pillar that we actually teach in the mastermind. You know, we talk about the mastermind all the time with the podcast, but I think it's powerful to actually show you. This is directly from creatorrouse.com, by the way. So you can see all of this on the website if you want to go check it out a little bit more. But we actually walk you through six pillars of what it takes to build a phenomenal, phenomenal business, a business that's going to get you to six figures and beyond, which has gotten tons of people to six figures. And it's gotten tons of people past that actually to create multiple six figure businesses which I'm sure Rebecca's on her way to, just like the guest that we had on today's episode. But let me walk you through week number one. So week number one, the pillar is redefining your identity and mastering your brand. We talk about your money success plan, your brand and customer identity, vision therapy with you. We talk about how to structure your offers, your your sellable offers around the money you want to make. So we work backwards so that you're not just going through the year going, I have no idea what I'm going to make this year. You're working backwards. You're going, this is the goal I want to make. And then we help you. It's a goal I want to hit. We help you make a plan to hit that goal. Super important. All in week one. We then give you, if you're on the wait list, the bonus portfolio to profit course and the bonus brand strategy social blueprint course. Those are wait list bonuses. So if you want those courses for free as an addition, make sure you jump on the wait list because you'll get those courses as soon as you jump on in. Week number two is bulletproofing your services. Everything offers how to create an irresistible offer. The art of problem solving. The thing I am the most passionate about talking about. Yes. I'm going to write a book about problem solving one day. We teach you how to be a problem solver. We teach you how to be an investment, not a cost. Can I get an amen? So amen. important. And then we also talk about how to diversify your income. Now, this isn't like, oh, go invest in stocks or go you know, sell presets. This is like you diversify your income by learning how to be a great problem solver. That way you can diversify your offers. So if one offer ever slows down, your income doesn't have to drop substantially, right? Super important. Number three, week number three is your network is your net worth. This is the halfway point in the mastermind. This is where we set wagers. We set goals for you to crush in the next three weeks. And we do that by kicking off talking about how to build a network like a pro, landing jobs through relationships, connecting with big brands online. We give away two tips and actual systems tool like two literal like tool systems that I've used over and over and over again through my career to connect with some of the biggest box brands in the industry and then retain them as clients. Would love for you to get that. Tips for getting anybody's attention. We teach you how to be so value-based that people want to connect with you. Week number four, this is a big week. This is an amazing week. We talk about the art of marketing. It's marketing 101. We build out your entire customer value journey with you. If you do not even know what a customer value journey is, that is 100% proof you need to be in the mastermind. If you know what it is and you have not yet built it or mastered it yet, you need to be in the mastermind. Your customer value journey is the simplest form of the best marketing plan in the world. If you do not have one, you've got to get one. We'll teach you how to do it and we'll literally give you the roadmap to do it. So that's week four. Uh, we also talk about pitching your services in week four, template included. We talk about proposals. If you ever wanted to learn the difference between a pitch and a proposal, you got to know the difference. We teach you that. We also do mastering the sales process. We teach you sales and then we teach you how to sell the sales process. We literally give you a seven-step framework. Rebecca just talked about it on this episode. She said it was so much more confident getting on this call knowing what I was going to say. You do not want to miss out on that framework. That framework alone is going to make you more than the investment of the mastermind, probably times 5x over the next year and a half if you are someone who ever gets on calls with people and does not know what to say 
right? Right off the bat, that's so important. We also give you the bonus outreach templates course. So if you do not have the outreach templates yet, you can go buy them on our website for 99 bucks. But if you jump into the mastermind, they're yours for free. That teaches you how to pitch a brand via email. It teaches you how to write the right words. We actually give you a template to figure out the right words for when you're pitching. So your pitchers get better responses and you get more gigs. Uh, week five is scaling your business. So scaling your income, scaling your time, scaling a team. If you cannot learn how to scale and you really need to start focusing on that between like the 60K mark to 100 plus mark in order to get over six figures and maintain staying over six figures most people need to learn how to build out some kind of a team whether it's a remote team whether it's a one-person team you just get an editor whatever it's going to be we talk all about that in week five we also talk about uh contracts and then we also talk about tax strategy because if you cannot get a good tax strategy you can't scale your business because all of your scales going to the government and taxes so we talk about that and then week six none of that would be worth it if we did not teach you how to, how to hustle in a healthy way so week six is called the healthy hustle we talk about the key to working smarter and harder building out a daily routine building an evening routine and then scheduling out your growth so we can launch you out of the mastermind and you can continue to grow your business super well so that was a lot. That's a ton of stuff. And it is a lot of stuff. We teach you, like I said, everything you need to know in order to break the creative struggle and be able to succeed while doing what you love. Just as Rebecca said it, it all throughout this episode that she's like, it is the place that I went because I knew I needed this and here's where I am now because of it. So if you are someone who's listened to all those things, you're going, holy cow, I need even one of those. If you need even one of those, let alone the other 30 things I just listed, you got to get your seat in the Creative Rise Master right now. It fills out every time. So here's what you need to do. Here's your immediate action steps. Number one, you have to go to creativerouse.com and make sure you join the waitlist ASAP. We are going live with this thing, giving the waitlist application access first and access to get all the bonus course stuff as soon as their application gets approved on the 25th of January. So if you're not on the waitlist, you might not get a spot because the waitlist fills out most of the mastermind. So get on the waitlist and then make sure you get your business ready to invest in itself, which is again, a tax write-off. The Creativerouse Mastermind is fully tax deductible it is the greatest tax deductible investment you will ever make because it's teaching you how to rapidly improve your, your earning potential, which is going to grow your business big time. So next steps, make sure you get on the wait list and then make sure you get your business ready to invest. The investment is on the website. It is $21.97. If you do not get the wait list price, it is $2,097. If you do get on the wait list, you get hundred bucks off and all the extra bonuses. So that was very long-winded. But we are so but excited. Good. We are so excited. There's already we people. We had somebody, I had somebody DM me the other day. He's like, what else can I do to make sure I get into this round? I had like, a girl, I had a girl message me today saying, I wish the applications were coming out sooner. Yeah. So <laughs> guys, people are fired up for this next round. We are so excited as well. This round will push us close to 250 people that have gone through this and graduated from it. We are so excited. We are in the business of making you a six-figure business owner. And we are so excited if that can be you. So we're gearing up for it. Starts February 12th. Awesome. Applications go live to the wait list on uh, January 25th. They get early access. And then just about a week later, applications go public, but it could be sold out by then. So make sure that you uh, get on the wait list, creativerest.com, and we'll see you there or the link in the description. Other than that, guys, great episode. Rebecca is a queen. She is. She queen is. Rebecca. Go follow her at Soul Like the Sun. Yeah, get on that pricing training we got. Get on the wait list. Get on it all, guys. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next week. See you guys. Thank you so much for joining us today. We were so happy to have you here. And do not forget to jump on iTunes, give us a five-star rating, and write a written review. That would mean the world to us. And we'll catch you next time on the Creative Rise podcast, where we believe you deserve to break the creative struggle, and it should be simple. Peace.